Hello, hello. Welcome back if you've already tuned in to my first podcast. If not, my name is Emily and this is Chaos Under Control. I am the creator and the host, so you'll be hearing a lot from me. Um, And I'm so glad that you chose to join this podcast. We're going to have lots of fun. The reason it's called Chaos Under Control is because we're bringing all of life's chaos from parenting to marriage and everything in between just to this safe place to talk about it, get some insight, just to kind of speak it in the universe and let it just be what it's going to be. So very excited to have you. We have a very, very cool topic we're going to cover today, and a lot of people have actually messaged me about this, which is why I'm speaking on it. It wasn't originally a plan of mine to cover so early on, but I figured why not go ahead and speak this out and get a bunch of people into gear with it. Now, we're going to be covering what is called baby-led weaning. So, if you are not familiar with baby-led weaning, I would love to educate you on that. But if you don't have children, don't ever plan to have children and babies just aren't your thing, then you may not really find this podcast today as interesting, but I assure you that I will cover so many topics and I will have plenty for you to choose from that will indeed spark your interest. So today, baby led weaning, let's go ahead and dive right in. So most people call it BLW if you ever see it on social media or if you just kind of talk about it with your friends, it's BLW usually, or you can say baby led weaning. Now, I had no idea what this was, and my child just turned seven months old the other day, and when he was about five months old is when I actually heard of it and understood what it was. So essentially what this is, is that most babies will, or most babies that we've been familiar with, I'm 24 and growing up, my age and younger, babies got baby food. So when we think about baby food, we think about the kind of mushy, like consistency of maybe like mashed potatoes, maybe a little watery. Well, baby led weaning is the idea of ditching that and giving babies what you eat. Now that sounds completely absurd given the fact that when babies start baby food, more times than not they don't have teeth and if they do it's like one or two on the bottom it's not even really teeth for them to actually have enough for it to matter at that point but with baby led weaning what some people are not familiar with and i was not familiar with is that you're not just cooking a full steak on the grill with mashed potatoes green beans and corn on the cob and setting it in front of your baby and saying here you go have at it enjoy there's more to it than that But essentially, you are just giving them what you eat as well as formula or breast milk, which is still their primary source of nutrition until they are a year old. Now, I just want to cover from the get-go that I am not a pediatrician. I'm not a professional. I am not someone that you should consider a professional doctor source of any way. I've done extensive research and I've talked to my son's pediatrician, so that is where this information is coming from, but again, I'm not a professional, so just take this information for what you wish it to be and there it is. Now, let's get started with kind of breaking down baby led weaning as a whole. So now we know that it's you're giving your baby what you eat, but let's dig in a little deeper than that. So what your point or what the point of baby led weaning is, is actually there's two, maybe three. So first, you're wanting your baby to learn how to kind of feed themselves and you're skipping what is essentially, in my opinion, a kind of useless step. Because when your baby eats baby food out of the jar or if you make it yourself, 
you are having to scoop up the spoon, feed it to them, wipe their mouth off, and their mouths are just kind of just letting it sit there. They might just go ahead and swallow it. There's not really any training there of identifying food, knowing how much food can be in their mouth at once, breaking it down and swallowing. All of those steps are skipped. Now, I know as humans, we will eventually learn that, but it makes things a lot easier personally to me if you can just skip irrelevant steps and just kind of cut to the chase from the beginning as long as it's safe and beneficial down the road, which baby led weaning to me is all of those things. So by skipping the baby food step, or even if you choose to introduce baby food and baby led weaning at the same time, that to me is fine. As long as there is the baby led weaning aspect or BLW of them learning some independence with it. So there's that, the independence factor. Also, when you give them food that you're eating, it assembles a new type of curiosity into them where they can learn how to pick things up with their hands and feel textures and just kind of bring out new types of uh, personalities that they may have. Like they'll show interest in certain things. They, my son gets so excited when he has steak, which I mean, I get excited when I have steak, but like well, he knows, he can tell, which is bizarre. Like when you set steak in front of him, he knows if it's chicken, if it's steak. Now he may not know in his head, oh, that's chicken, but he can decipher what is what, which is incredible because that teaches them how to separate so many other things, whether it's blocks or colors or shapes, it really feeds off of that. So this is a really good learning tool for them in that aspect. Also, it is this is to me the most important part of anything scientific research has shown that when you introduce baby led weaning starting out or at a very early age around the six month range is when they recommend it your chance of your baby being allergic to certain foods goes down significantly now i'm not sure how true that is let's say that your family everyone in your family has a peanut allergy let's just go with that okay there is a very good chance that your child will naturally have a peanut allergy. So I'm not saying that if you give your child peanut butter starting at six months or whatever age your doctor says is safe, that they just won't have that allergy because that's not necessarily true. But from a general standpoint, if your child starts eating different types of foods and does not have a reaction to it then, then their bodies most likely will not react to it later on, which is very, very great. Now to build off of that, when you are doing baby led weaning or baby food or any type of anything you're introducing to your child, especially when they're ingesting it, be very careful to not change it up every time they eat. So if you choose to do baby led weaning, let's say three times a day, every time you have breakfast, you give your baby some of your eggs, some of your pancakes and some bacon. Okay, there's that. Now. If that's your first time giving your baby eggs, bacon, and pancakes, you need to be very careful. I personally, in my child's pediatrician, recommend, now I'm not telling you what to do, I just feel this way, and my child's pediatrician recommends that you maybe just do pancakes at first. And then after 12 hours, maybe 24 if you wanna play it safe, see if they've had a reaction. Look for a rash. Check for like hives or coughing or sore throat or excessive crying, like discomfort, temperature, fever. Check all those things. If you notice anything out of the norm, then you can say, okay, maybe it was the pancakes, which I'm not entirely sure what all would be in a pancake, depending on if they're store-bought, how that works. But just consider that because there are ingredients in there that your child may react to, as it would be with eggs or bacon or whatever the case may be. Now, after you've tried each food out individually and giving it a proper time frame to make sure there's no reaction, you could do 
pancakes, bacon, and eggs all in one sitting and know that they're okay. So what you don't want to do is try multiple foods at once for one meal and then lunchtime rolls around and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to have ham and cheese and chips and all these things and give that to your baby because now you're opening a new realm of foods all at one time that your baby could again have a reaction to. So I personally, as well as research, suggest that when it comes to my baby, what I did and what research says you should do is to give your baby one food at a time when it's new for the very first time. Give them a 12-hour window without introducing anything else new and see how they react. Some babies, if they are very allergic, will react right away. I truly hope that never happens to you, but that can happen. But still, allot yourself that 12-hour time period just to be completely safe. And if you want to take the extra step, 24 hours is definitely not a bad idea either. So, all of those things are very important. Now, when you are doing BLW, when you are actually in the act of doing it, be next to your child. I cannot stress this enough, mostly because kids are is that young of age. It doesn't matter if it's food. It doesn't matter what toys it is or anything. They're trying to put things in their mouth and smack their head with things because they're throwing their arms everywhere. And you just, you know, like babies are just... They're learning. They don't have any clue what's going on, but we have to be that safe person for them that just kind of brings it all back to full circle and make sure that everything stays safe. So when your baby's eating in the high chair or whatever kind of setup you have, don't walk away from them because here's the kind of rule of thumb you want to follow. Babies have a very strong gag reflex, very strong, which is phenomenal and very important actually with baby led weaning. But if they put too much food in their mouth or if the portion may be too large and not chewed down enough, they will gag. Gagging is normal, gagging is good. Gagging is teaching them you can't put but so much food in your mouth or you need to chew that down more. So gagging is implement or it's taking everything you're trying to implement and enforcing it. So yeah, it's kind of scary, but you definitely need to know the difference in gagging and choking. Choking is not okay. Choking is bad and that's not what you want, which it could happen, but you just have to know what to do in the event it does happen. Gagging is okay. And the rule of thumb with that is that if they're loud and red, if you can hear them making that gagging noise and their face is red and you can see them kind of working it out, let them go ahead. So loud and red, let them go ahead. Let them handle it. Handle it. Do not stick your finger in their mouth and try to dish out whatever it is. They can get it and you may potentially push it further back into their throat and make it worse. So loud and red, let them go ahead. Now, when it's choking, when it's not good and they need your assistance, if they're silent, if they're not making any noise but you can see they're struggling, if their face is turning blue, they need help from you. So silent and blue, need help from you. Now there's different ways you can help that. You can pull them out of the high chair, bend them over where their face is down at an angle and thrust on their back to kind of pop it out. You can try to dish your finger in there and scoop it out in the heat of the moment. I would understand that. Just please be careful because you don't want to lodge it back there further, but just know those things. If they're loud and red, let them go ahead, let them learn, they'll figure it out, they'll spit it out, they will handle it, but if they are silent and blue, they need help from you. So make sure you are standing close to them at all times to help them with that. So keep that in mind. Now, we've covered what baby lead weaning is, um, why it's beneficial, all of those things, the safety aspect of it. Now we're gonna dig even further because this is actually something very complex, but 
actually doing it is very easy. It's just the knowledge behind it. There's a lot to it, but it's all very important and it's all very effective. So now that we've covered all of those things, we're going to get into the things that you may want to start with just in general. So when we first started with my son, again, you can do what you choose. There's tons of research on this, but his doctor and myself came together and we decided to start with these things. So I personally started to choose with vegetables and things that not that were necessarily nasty, but not so much sweet like watermelon and things like that. We didn't start off with that. We did start, his very first one he ever had was a pancake. Pancake doesn't really have any flavor. I mean, it essentially is a little sweet, but there's not much flavor to it to where I feel like he would steer away other healthy things upon having a pancake first. So we did a pancake and there are different ways to do this. You can either, if you, let's say do a pancake or whatever it may be, you can give it to them as a whole, just like the whole pancake and let them just kind of suck on it, like use their gums and pull a piece off, kind of feel the texture. You can do that. Or you can cut them into very smaller pieces where they can eat themselves. Now we did both. Uh, we got the pancake and it was a big one. We tore it in half and we had half of it was a very large piece, like much bigger than his hands. And the other half we tore up into smaller pieces. These small pieces I wanted to make sure were very decently small. Not mush, but decently small where he it could pass through his throat without struggle. Now, I put both there and I wanted him to learn how to pick up small foods, place them in his mouth, and eat them, whether he's just swallowing it or chewing it. I wanted him to get that skill down, but at the same time, I wanted him to pick up the bigger piece, put it in his mouth, and learn how to pull food off with a small enough portion that he can chew and swallow. So it was trial and error. He kind of played with his food at first, which is very normal. It's just a curiosity thing. And I will tell you, even when they get good with baby led weaning, it will be a mess because they are kids and it's just how it is. So if you're a neat freak, you're going to have to put that trait aside when you do baby led weaning. Just my advice to you. So we did that and it worked out very well for him. And then um, after we did the pancake, later on that day, I wanted to try the pancake again. So I stuck with the same food. He didn't have a reaction. I just didn't introduce anything else new that day. So later on, a few hours later, I gave him the rest of that pancake. Or did I? No, I made a new one. That's what I did. Sorry, we have these little kid size ones too. And I couldn't remember which one I did. No, so I gave him the one. <clears throat> or I made a new one, sorry. <clears throat> and gave it to him. And he was somewhat familiar with it, I guess. He did better than the first time, but still it was a work in progress. It was only his second attempt. But I did that. I waited the window to make sure he didn't have a reaction. And then I moved on to eggs the next day because a lot of children will get an egg allergy, a peanut allergy, things like that. So I really wanted to hit the eggs early on. Now, after just a few weeks, and now we're two months or so into it, we're doing great. He loves it. He eats all kinds of stuff. He loves steak, green beans, all that jazz. But I started with foods that were sort of bland and didn't have much flavor. And now he'll eat practically anything. I'm, I mean, I don't think we've given him anything he doesn't like other than he's not crazy about mashed potatoes and things of that consistency, which is why we went to baby led weaning, because he just... His interest in baby food just kind of died out after the newness wore off of maybe the first three feedings. He just, he isn't crazy about that texture. And so that's what interested me in baby led weaning after finding out about it. So there's that. Um, 
Another thing that I feel like is very, very important when you're looking into doing baby lead weaning as a whole, as far as choosing which foods to do, when to do uh, which foods, things like that, you need to be very, very sure that you're giving your baby food that they are able to actually um, learn how to feed themselves with and get the concept. So yes, babies can eat applesauce, but when you do applesauce, it's the mush of it. So I feel like that's kind of going back to the baby food aspect. Now, if you want to do baby lead weaning and also do baby food with a spoon yourself, that is fine. But when you're teaching them to feed themselves, I would steer away from mashed potatoes, applesauce, things that are just very not much consistency that they can pick up, put in their own mouths, just kind of do on their own. So all of that is pretty key when looking into baby lead weaning. And to just kind of give you an idea of foods that I feel like and foods that I've researched that I think are very good foods that your baby may be interested in are for the vegetable aspect, you could do sweet potatoes, broccoli that's cooked so it's soft, carrots that are cooked that are soft, um, most fruits like pineapples are great, oranges, bananas are phenomenal for it. You can even freeze the bananas if your baby's teething. That feels very good on their gums. So those fruits are very good and pretty much any fruit. However, when you do grapes or like if you do uh, the sausage links or things of that size, you have to cut those up into smaller pieces because the actual size of the grape is the size of their throats. And so if that gets stuck in their throat, it will be very dangerous. So please be mindful of that. But the fruits are great. Uh, vegetables are great. I mean, you can do green beans. You can do celery sticks. You can do corn. Uh, for corn, it's decently small already so it's kind of up to your discretion with that I personally cut the little pieces of corn in half one more time just to be extra safe again totally your discretion and your doctors but any kind of healthy fruits and vegetables are great now getting into the meats aspect we give him everything but seafood we don't give him fish because his doctor did not recommend it you can speak with your pediatrician and do your own research as to how you feel about that and your doctor but his doctor told us to kind of stay away from seafood at the moment i'm not sure when that will change but for now that's what we're doing and my baby is now seven months old so for meats, we'll do um, ground turkey. We can do sliced deli meat. We do chicken of all different shapes and sizes. We'll boil it very well and kind of shave it into like a shredded consistency, or we'll even just pull pieces off and chop them up finely, or give him just a big piece of chicken and let him suck on it and bite it himself. And then we just stand by and watch to make sure he's chewing it properly. He also loves uh, pork tenderloin, like the pork roast. Again, steak is his absolute favorite. Hamburger patties, if we have burgers, we'll make him like a mini burger and just give it to him. So he does do very well with meats, sausages, all those things. You just have to be mindful that when you make meats and you're marinating them or you're putting seasoning on them and spices, I personally would stay away from that when it comes to your baby because spices are a whole different realm for digestion and there can be certain ingredients in marinades like vinegars and things that are very harsh for your baby's stomach and you will probably get an explosive diaper out of it a very fussy baby and it could be very very dangerous so i personally you can do your own research but i personally would stay away from additives to the meats i would just kind of cook them as they are if anything slight amount of butter just like minimal or something like that just be very not so hefty with it and gravies and things are kind of the same way lots of spices there 
ingredients that your baby just may not do too well with. So there's the meats, the vegetables, the fruits. We also do breads with him. The thing about breads is that some of them are very absorbent with saliva, which makes them a little more safe. And then you have like pita breads and things that aren't necessarily as absorbent. So they can be a little more dangerous and they're more stiff as well. So breads, I would be very careful and pull those into smaller pieces unless, of course, your baby just has a big piece that they're sucking on, not really doing anything with. Because when babies suck on foods, I'll tell you this, they get a lot of nutrition from it, more than you would think. So they don't actually have to chew it up and swallow it for them to get something from it. However, the goal is for them to be chewing and swallowing what they're eating. But in the beginning and occasionally, if you just see them kind of sucking on food, it's not a complete waste of a BLW. It's, there is still um, some effectiveness there. So now that we've covered those, I'm going to get into kind of the, I wouldn't say the unimportant part. I mean, it's important, but it's just desserts as a whole is where I'm going with this. I would just avoid the reason being is because there's so much sugar, so much sugar and so many just like just all these types of ingredients when you make a cake think about how many ingredients you put into it on top of whatever is already there in the batter and all these other things you just you don't that's just a whole new realm of things that their little stomach is not ready for in my opinion so I would just steer away from like cool whips and cakes and cookies if you wanted to do like a tiny little taste that would probably be okay. But also before you even consider a tiny taste, I personally would make sure your child has a strong enough baby led weaning uh, experience to be able to eat green beans and things like that and want them and chicken and other vegetables before you give them even a small taste of a cookie. Because if you put them in the baby led weaning environment and then you give them a cookie, then the next time you come back and you want them to eat green beans, they're gonna think, this is not what I had earlier. I would like what I had earlier. And babies pick up on it. They know, which is so funny. Like you, you'll learn when you put the same food down in front of them multiple times, they'll be like, oh yay, we're having this again. And they'll get all excited. It's really funny. Or maybe my baby's just a little piggy, which he is. But I like to think that that's generally how babies react to it. So those are the foods. Um, you can, again, do your own research, talk to your doctors, change that up however you want. But we typically try to give our child everything we're eating. Now to kind of brush off of the dessert topic, if my husband and I decide that we're gonna have Hot Pockets for supper because we're both tired, I don't necessarily give him Hot Pockets. And I try not to give him junk. Now I know when he gets a little older, he's probably gonna find a Chick-fil-A nugget on the floor of my car and eat it at some point because mom life just happens like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but for now, when it's in my control, I really want to give him things that are good for his nutrition, good for him. I want him to explore all the different good foods and vegetables and meats out there for him rather than the processed junk. So again, my personal opinion, totally up to you, but you can do with that what you wish. So on nights when we may have a Hot Pocket or Taco Bell or whatever it may be, I'll just probably cut him up a banana and get him some green beans or some quinoa or chickpeas or something that I have and just cook that up for him and just kind of lay it out on his tray and he's fine. And again, he's still getting his nutrition from his milk. It's not, you don't replace um, milk with baby led weaning. You're not doing that. This is, you're introducing it as well. So when we have a snack or when we eat or about an hour after his bottle is when I will give him these uh, foods, the baby led weaning foods, because he does have an appetite enough to eat, but not enough to replace his milk. 
So you can talk with your doctor and figure out what pattern is best for you and your child with when to do baby led weaning, how often a day, how much, all of those things. I highly recommend you consult your doctor and do your own research. But based on what we have decided with my son's doctor, that's how we do it. About an hour after feeding, when he may want a snack, try to do that. So all of those things really help uh, to understand baby led weaning. If you want to try some other exercises before the actual process of baby led weaning, when your baby can sit unassisted and is at about the six month range, this is what I did. Consult your physician if you have any questions. But we went to the store, Target has it, Walmart, uh, Walmart has it, King Supers, all the grocery stores. Go to the store and get those little baby puffs. Gerber has a brand. Walmart has their own brand. Just the they're like little they look like rice puffs, kind of like cereal. You put it in your baby's mouth and it just dissolves. And they have like uh, shapes that are like stars and things, and they're not very large, but it essentially dissolves upon contact with saliva. But your baby does learn how to pick things up, put it in their mouth, kind of learn to chew and then swallow so it is a very good transition from just having a bottle or breast milk or whatever it may be to kind of that middle stage the middle ground and then getting to baby led weaning without the big jump now if you feel your baby's ready for that big jump and your doctor feels the same way again go for it totally up to you so that all just kind of ties it in together and I do want to emphasize one more time because I did say it earlier but I want to make it clear again that a lot of people will tell you that if you ever introduce baby food to your baby or if you're doing baby food as well as giving your babies what you eat that you're not doing baby led weaning and that is not true because if you are allowing your baby between the 6 to 12 month range to pick up people food on their own, put it in their mouth, chew it and swallow it, that is baby led weaning despite what other foods you may or may not give them. So. If you have been doing baby food and you're like, oh, I really want to do baby led weaning, but I see in all these mom groups and I hear all these people say that now that my baby's had the regular jar baby food that I, I can't do it. And that's completely false. That's not true at all. So don't stress that for a minute. It's all the same. It's actually awesome. I feel like I appreciate baby led weaning that much more because we started with the jar baby food and I realized that he just wasn't interested, but I wanted him to still get that uh, nutrition from people food or baby food even and so that's why we did it now to piggyback on that statement we started with baby food and he just lost his interest and it scared me because you will have people tell you food before one is just for fun which in some cases that is true because their essential nutrition is from milk whether it's formula or breast milk but you still want to introduce your babies because there is additive nutrition in those meats and vegetables that are so good for them and it just helps them so much to go ahead and get in that transitioning phase as soon as they are able to and as soon as your doctor says. So I really wanted him to have something other than milk um, when he was able to. And so when he just lost his interest in baby food, I was concerned and that's when baby led weaning came about. So if your child has given up on baby food, if your child's not liking baby food, then just know that, you know, that's not your only option. You can like look into this and see if it will work for your family. But my child just didn't like the texture. And so mashed potatoes aren't his thing and applesauce. And so if your baby isn't liking baby food, maybe it's the texture and they want something with a different consistency and that's totally fine. So 
if I were you, I would definitely look into this. If it's something you're interested in, I truly recommend it as long as your child is where they need to be for it and it's safe for your child. I totally recommend it. There is a ton of research you can do online. I'm actually getting my blog going and once I get it up and going, I will gladly post some links for you on there. You can go to emilyrichardson.com and see all of these things. So I'm very, very excited for this. But any questions you may have, please reach out to me about this. You can message me on my blog. You can message me on Instagram, Emily G. Richeson. I would love for you to just give me some feedback about this blog. If there's more for baby led weaning you'd like me to cover, um, if you feel like you're very educated on this and you want to start from just from listening to this blog, I would love to know that. So I'm very excited. Um, I'm actually, my baby's waking up from his nap here shortly, and then I'm going to give him his snack for the day, his baby led weaning snack. So very, very excited. It's very wonderful as long as it's okay for your family. Um, next podcast, I'm not sure what exactly it will be. It just kind of depends. Right now I'm taking a bunch of suggestions from people. I have marital ones coming in. I have single ones coming in. Um, fashion. I have everything. I even have college football topics coming in. So I'm going to kind of try to pan it all out and get it in some type of layout so I can let you know every podcast what's coming next. But for now, just keep an eye out on it. And I'm still learning this podcast stuff. So I'm twiddling around with the music and the layout. So just be patient. But I'm very excited to chat with y'all next time and get more information out there for y'all. So thank you so much for supporting this. Y'all have a great day and thank you for coming to Chaos Under Control. Bye.